Pablo for breakfast. People of the Pilbara. Hello and welcome to People of the Pilbara. Now this podcast series is all about you, the people of our town that make Karatha such a special place to live. And I think there's something really unique about people that come to a place maybe they've never heard of in the middle of a desert, apparently with nothing to do. But as we all know, a lot of us come for a six month to 12 month plan and end up staying a decade, like I did. So this podcast series, we're going to have a chat to everyday people that call Karatha home and find out what they do here, what they love about Karatha and what's next in their journey. And this week's guest is Year 12 student, Ema. We chatted to Ema about what it was like growing up in Dampier as a kid, how she's got involved with the YAG and Youth Parliament for YMCA and what her plans are next after finishing school. So sit back, grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy my chat with Ema and her journey to call Karatha home. Ema, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, Now, for people that uh, may not know you, uh, just give us a little bit of backstory, uh, your age, where do you go to school and uh, where where are you living here in town? Well, I'm 17. I go to St. Luke's College as a year 12 um, and I've lived in Dampier since 2007, so mm. most of my life. Yeah, so you came up here, I believe, uh, when you were two or three? Um, just before my second birthday. So and uh, in Dampier the whole time? Yeah. So it's been interesting because we've spoken to lots of uh, people on this podcast about living in Karatha, uh, and, and often it's been people that have sort of moved here, right, and mm-hmm. come up here for work. Uh, you've obviously been here nearly from, from day dot. What's yeah. it been like? Growing up in Karatha and for you seeing the town sort of change over the last years? Um, it's been amazing. I don't, I can't really speak for Karatha because I've always lived in Dampier, but mm-hmm. I don't know, mum's always described it as live growing up in the 70s <laughs> and I obviously can't relate to that, but <laughs> it definitely feels like that. There's so much freedom, such a fabulous community. You know, I walk around town and people say hello to me. It's just, it's so amazing, you know, just such a fa- fabulous sense of community and it's really special and honestly watching the town grow is so fabulous you know seeing the development and seeing people come from like other places from Perth and say oh wow this is like not exactly what I expected regional West Australia to be like it's Mm. just it's like a a picture you know Mm. like it I feel like it goes beyond the original stereotypical thought of regional West Australia we have a really fabulous town really fabulous community and it blows me away you know, I think Dampier is such a special spot as well. You've got Sam's Island, you've got all the foreshore that's been redone. Uh, when, you, when you were younger, is that where you spent a lot of your sort of uh, weekends and after school down on the beach? Oh, yeah, I love the beach. The beach is so fabulous and it's so much better now that it's been redone. Yeah. <laughs> a lot less rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, we don't go out in the boat as much. We're more camping people. Uh-huh. But definitely the foreshore and Dampier is the spot. Yeah, it is uh, so beautiful. I try to get out there at least sort of two times mm. a week, but to live in Dampier and just be able to walk there, I mean, that's mm. ideal, right? Yeah. That's where you take your dog? Yeah, I take her down <laughs> to the beach for a walk every now and then. <laughs> uh, so if I, if I gave you the power, Emma, to, to change anything, it can be anywhere in Karatha, it can be in Dampier, is there anything in particular that you'd like to see maybe built or changed or removed? Um. I think the major thing for me and where a lot of my like avenues of extra stuff I've done comes from participation. Mm-hmm. I'm so like passionate about regional participation and like increasing that so that like 
We have lots of opportunities up here that people in the city don't have. Mm. Lots of experience with the islands and the beach, camping. But what we don't have as much of is opportunities for extracurricular stuff for youth. Mm-hmm. Like I go down to Perth for youth parliament or for Fogarty or for all these other programs because we don't have as much access up here. And I think something would be really fabulous to see would be bringing some of these programs up here because mm. we have such a like wide, diverse range of youth. And I think if we had more opportunities, you know, it'd be just so much better for everyone. Well, you mentioned uh, the Youth Parliament. Let's just yes. touch on that for a second, because uh, if people don't know, uh, you're involved with, in YAG, which is mm-hmm. the Youth Advisory Group to the City of Caratha, yep. and also the Youth Parliament for YMCA. Mm-hmm. What sort of inspired you to, to get involved in this kind of stuff? Because I would say it's not the norm for the kids to say, hey, put your hand up, I want to get involved in politics. Um, I know it's probably not the norm. Um, I spent six out of 12 months in a leg brace in 2019, um, which was really hard. Mm. So I was a big sport kid. I did a lot of sport growing up, but after that I couldn't really do anything, couldn't really move very much. So I thought that I might sign up for YAG and it was so fun. I'm still on YAG. It's so amazing. Um, so it's like three years now, um, which has been fabulous. I really love YAG. And through YAG um, and the help of Crystal, I found YP. And this year was my second year on YP. And I love YP. It's a whole other world when you go down there. It's just like 75 nerds from all (laughs) over the state that have all come to this program to do the same thing. So what do you learn at uh, Youth Parliament? Uh, Well, we spend from April to June writing um, a bill. So we're all in committees and we write a piece of legislation. So for the last two years, I've been on the Environment Committee and we've written, uh, we did last year, we did a fund for education about environmental protection. Mm -hmm. And this year we did a recycling bill about increasing the recycling and green waste rates across the state to try and equalise the um, rates of rubbish disposal and waste disposal in across the whole state because it's very unequal. Mm. And when you look from different local governments and different electorates, it's so... The disparity is crazy and it makes me really sad. Mm. So, yeah, this, this year... The bill was my idea and I was the minister of it. Right. So it was a big deal for me and I was 100% convinced it wasn't going to pass in <laughs> parliament. But we did get through. So So um, if you're the minister for it, are you up there then uh, speaking for it and, and promoting it and sort of moving the motion? Yeah. So I'm like the head p- person for that bill. So I opened the debate for the bill and I closed the debate Mm. and I was on oppo this year, so opposition, and I like encourage opposition to, you know, get on our side and really get like rowdy with it, you know, really. So it's it's kind of really trying to replicate parliament, right? Yeah. So it's a simulation of the real parliament um, whole thing, but... It's like we have our own standing orders, so they're a bit different, and obviously we don't have parliamentary privilege, so we do have to watch what we say. <laughs> yeah. um, there has been a couple incidents where people have almost been thrown out for um, some very um, interesting comments. But, um, yeah, it's it's pretty similar to how a standard parliament would run um, and how our state parliament runs, and it's like an intro 
for youth who are really interested in politics or interested in the whole procedure of bill writing or debating to just come forward, you know, experience how it would be like if you pursued that career. Well, you know that's going to be the next question, right? Uh, politics, is that something that you're interested in going into? Um, honestly, after two years, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I am a community person. I really love volunteering in my community. And after spending two years at youth parliament, I've sort of discovered, especially this year, it's a lot of like performance. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it's performance. Okay. You know, the people that are like, I look at NYP and I'm like, you're amazing. They get up there and they have this whole performance. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not saying anything, but I'm so interested. It's in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure. I'm not really a performance person. I think I'm more of a hands-on person and I'm someone who would really like to make a change in the future um, for someone, if it's even if it's one person or if it's a big group of people. I'd like to help someone in some way. So I think I'm more of a hands-on person than a policy person. Now, you're coming towards the end of your school tenure and I'm sure you get asked this all the time. What's next? What are you going to do? Uh, have you had those kind of conversations with mum and dad and you know with with your school and what yeah. you're looking to do next? I do. I have, I'm not, I don't know, I feel like I have a pretty clear idea, mm -hmm. which is a bit crazy for a 17-year-old to say, but... <laughs> I had no idea, <laughs> rewinding all those years back for me. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to do, I got early offer actually for um, International Aid and Development at Murdoch. Oh, cool. Um, which is really amazing. And the professor, I've actually met him, um, he offers every year, they go to Cambodia and they work with children and in communities with water, like sanitation, water, food, education. Wow. So I think that's something I'd be really interested in doing, you know, looking at that sort of side of helping people, the mm -hmm. more hands-on, you know, community face-to-face -face sort of stuff. Yeah, I think that'd mm. be uh, great. And, and, and as you mentioned, more tangible, right? You, it's mm. more like hands-on, which yeah. obviously seems like something that you want you want to do. And I've, I've seen you down at the surf club. I know you're involved with Dampier Community Association. So you love to get out there. You don't want to be yeah. stuck in an office, right? Yeah. I definitely more face to face. I find much more, I don't know, exciting. Mm. So that would mean leaving Karatha. How does that feel? Uh, leaving Dampier? Um, it'll be a big change, um, but I'm excited. Mm. I don't know. I think there's there's so much out there, and when I go down to programs like Youth Parliament, I see people and I meet people, and I'm just like, you are so cool, you know. And unfortunately. There's like only a limited amount of people in Karatha, you know, mm. we're a very small place. So mm -hmm. I'm like, it's amazing here. It's amazing growing up here. Amazing living here has been so fabulous. But I just think there's so much more out there, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so exciting. Well, I can't uh, thank you enough for coming in and uh, talking uh, through your life here in Dampier and uh, in Karatha and uh, the experiences you've had uh, growing up here. It's always nice to get uh, someone a bit younger. I consider myself young-ish, but I'm not that young really when, you start, when I look at you. Uh, so I think it's really cool and it's exciting to see that you've got so involved in you know, the political side of things, but also the community side of things. I think you've got a very bright future ahead. So I uh, appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. From round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Good